It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. All I wanna say is, just give me some hot pizza. Steve Siddall here with another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial advisors heard on radio and in podcasts all around the country every week. I'm bringing it to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. We have plenty to discuss this week. Coach Pete DeRuta breaks down the financial fill-up strategy in planning for retirement. Marty Hensley has a case study of a successful retirement plan. Jeff Truchon outlines the importance of meeting with your advisor regularly, especially right now. And Richard Pelletier has some thoughts on inflation and how to deal with it in retirement. We'll hear from Gary Nolan as he takes us on a trip back to 1983. All that's coming up, but first, it was another week worth talking about. That was the week that was. It's over, let it go. That was the week that was. It started way Why do we even begin to dissect this week? Well, okay, let's just start with some good news. The Social Security Cost of Living Adjustment, or COLA, was announced for next year. It's the biggest bump in 40 years rising 8.7%. Now that translates to about 140 bucks per month. You add that to the drop in Medicare Part B premiums, that drops $5.20 to 164.90, and even the annual deductible will decrease to $7 uh, to $226 in 2023. Now the last time premiums decreased was in 2012. Well, all that is good news for most seniors, even other family members. What isn't such good news? Inflation. Yep, the same time COLA was announced, the Consumer Price Index for September was released. Can you say, ouch? The headline number from the report was the 0.6% monthly increase in core CPI, which is considered a more accurate picture of inflation because it doesn't include volatile food and gas prices. Now, that 0.6% bump is worryingly high and matches the same jump from August. The annual core CPI figure of 6.6% was the biggest jump in 40 years. So what the heck's happening? Well, you can't blame the supply chain anymore. Officials said that inflation would go down once those bottlenecks smoothed out. That didn't happen. There's plenty of parking spaces in the L.A. ports indicating that things are operating mostly normally. So what went up? Anybody who's been to a grocery store knows food prices continue to rise. Price increases range from 2% for flour, almost that for pork. Not just food went up either. Health insurance, car and truck rentals, jewelry up over 4%, even pet food up over 1%. That's just from August to September. And we all know it's been going on a bit longer than that. The statistics are very telling. The Labor Department reports gas in September up 33% than a year ago, thanks to 18 consecutive double-digit percentage gains. And that hasn't happened since 1983. Hmm. Electric bills up 15.5% last month. Winter hasn't even started. Let's hope it's a mild one. So, what's the takeaway on all this? Well, the CPI, along with strong jobs number, pretty much ensures that the Fed's going to raise interest rates by another 75 basis points for the fourth straight time. That'll happen at their next meeting. 
And finally, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the passing of legendary broadcaster Art LeBeau. It's a name you probably aren't familiar with, or maybe you are if you lived on the West Coast. Art LeBeau, 97 years old, he celebrated 79 years in radio last month. His career highlighted by stints at KRTH-FM, KRLA, KFI, all in Los Angeles. His show was ultimately syndicated throughout the Southwest. He's the guy who coined the phrase, oldies but goodies. In addition, he pretty much created the listener call-in song dedication. In fact, he continued that format every night from 9 to midnight in Los Angeles. I say Casey Kasem stole that idea from him. Now, he recorded what would be his final show just last week. What a way to go. Still working, doing what he loved at 97. Well, now it's time to put this pizza together, and for that, we turn to America's wealth coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete DeRuta, on America's 401k show. This time, senior wealth strategist Marty Hensley shares a case study with Coach Pete and me, and of course, it all starts with a song. If I had a million dollars, I'd be rich. We call it our case study, and before the show, we get our Uncle Sam hat out there, and we have uh, we have numbers in there, and we have amounts in there. We have ages and amounts, and first we do ages, and then we draw amounts. So, so what did we draw out this week? Well, we've got a little different case study this week, Coach. This one's going to be a little bit younger. This uh, we're going to say this is a young lady, and she is fifty-five years old. So normally we use examples of folks that are in retirement, close to retirement. So Marty and I can say younger now because we're 56. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm 55, oh, so let's let, 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 okay. easy about oh, it. Right. I'm older than you, Marty. You should start listening to me more. But Steve, Nissi, you're older than me, though. Steve, I am, yes. But so we, we, we kind of got a little different number out this week. We pulled $690,000 okay. out of the, the okay. hat this week. So well, we, that's not a bad little. So this person had been saving, I guess. I mean, what's, what's a, we want to call it a man or a lady? What do you yeah. want to say? Uh, let's say it's a lady. Okay, okay. so yeah, this lady's young been, lady. Saving pretty good, obviously, to build up six hundred ninety, and and who knows, it could have been more, could have been less before the market goes up and down. But six hundred ninety put aside, fifty five years old, mm-hmm. goal to retire at sixty five, I guess. The goal was to retire at sixty five. Traditional so age, Steve. We talked go. about that. Yeah. So <laughs> in this example, we put in six hundred ninety thousand dollars. We started her an income uh, at age sixty five, and that generated her one hundred twelve thousand nine hundred twenty six dollars as income. Wow. So let's get, in a month. So let's, I mean a year, sorry. A year. Exactly. So we're going to get straight to it. A month would be nice. But let's, year, let's take this all the way up to 95. Now, granted, you know, this can continue. But at age 95, this young lady had put from this investment in her pocket as income over her entire life $5,834,335, Steve. Holy cow. How do you like that? I like that now, a lot. Keep in mind, Marty, we just picked that 95 because it's 30. We always look 30 years after they supposedly started taking that income. Correct. Yes. And so the printer will go on forever because this is a forever plan. You cannot outlive this money. This money will always be there. So, and if she, if she was a, had a spouse, it would be there for the spouse too, but she's single. So this is for her. And that's what people, I, I want people to know because that, People say, well, what about age 96? Because Marty said at 95, it's that. Well, at 96, she continued to get income. She's still here. Sure. <laughs> but if she passed away at 95, she would have been ta- she would have, she put in 690000 but she took out 5800000 which is a ridiculously good Astronomical number. Astronomical number, yeah. And so how much was still in her account? And what so was, she passed away, it would go on to her, whoever yeah. she assigned. What was left as her accumulated value and death benefit was 5733000 
$259, Steve. Wow. So this was a that? spend That's and leave plan. She spent it. Now she's leaving a lot more than she uh, even sp- even spent. She's right about the same amount she spent. Right. And she's uh, leaving a whole lot more than she started with, 690000 Now she spent over $5 million. She's leaving $5 million. That's Just amazing. by making sure she had that advance and protect plan, it's called a growth protection income because there's a growth of protection, and the income started, and the income kept coming until she passed away. Yep. Now, granted, Steve, I mean, the reason that this was so attractive is, is the money did sit there and grow for 10 years mm-hmm. before she did start taking it. So well, You said the magic thing. It grew. It didn't yeah. shrink. It didn't go up one year, <laughs> down five times the next year. No, exactly. it, went, it went up or stayed the same those same 10 years, and that's, that's mm-hmm. the beauty of it. Sure. Well, again, that goes to good to start planning early. I Absolutely. mean, you know, at, at 55, if that's where she started, yep. uh, didn't you say she was 55? Well, 55. but keep in mind, she had been saving, obviously. Oh, or maybe, maybe, maybe she inherited. Maybe that was inherited money. Who knows? This is just we just draw. We can make we can make it sound anything we want. We're just drawing sure. numbers out of a hat. Yep. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, Marty, she did a good job of saving ahead of time to be have to be able to have. Six hundred ninety thousand at age fifty-five. A lot of people don't have that amount of money, but if you have a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand at age fifty-five, you can still make a plan work. Yeah. If you have more than that, the plan will be even better. It really does come down to the plan and creating the right one for you. In this case, she maintained her lifestyle, still left a legacy. Give Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial a call to help you get on the right road to retirement. You can hear America's 401k show weekends on WTKK 106.1 FM in Raleigh, North Carolina. And you can find the podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. Learn more? Visit PeteOnDemand.com. That's PeteOnDemand.com. Pizza! Now let's check in with Richard Pelletier in West Salem, Massachusetts. The show is Financial Safari, and here Richard has some thoughts about the Fed raising interest rates and its ultimate impact on all of us. Well, what's happening is that the gas and food prices are in your face. How do you sit there? Uh, I pumped in uh, some car uh, gasoline the other day, and of course you're looking at the the gauge and you say, my God, I've got a 20-gallon tank in my car. And uh, you get three quarters of a tank and you've gone through some serious money, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, the price of gasoline, I think you'll find will be going up and even previously to the election next month, uh, uh, notwithstanding all kinds of manipulations to prevent that from happening. But the Saudis are not cooperating. Uh, but uh, putting your chips on Venezuela is not a very good strategy if you come right down to it. But <laughs> you make uh, me again, laugh, uh, well, <laughs> again, uh, you know, you're you're talking about people who are going through a very tough year in the stock market. And it's a phenomenon. Many people just stop opening up their envelope. They don't want to see it. They've been here before. That's not always the best way to go, but uh, I can see where, you know, people are much more focused on gas and food. They can't avoid that. At the cash register, at the pump, it's right there in your face. The statement, you know, may want to open it up and take a look at it, but most people, I would say most people, a lot of people just don't don't look at it when they know the market's down. Oh, gosh, yeah, I know. I understand. And um, so we're going to hear from Jeremy Siegel. He's a professor at the Wharton School of Business. We've heard from him before, and he's talking about the Fed's decision to keep raising interest rates, and he thinks that perhaps they've reached the point of overcorrecting. Let's, uh, and he says he gives the Fed a D for what they've been doing. Let's listen. They're responsible for the inflation by being way too accommodative and way too late in their beginning of the tightening. And then I believe that they're going overboard in the other direction, or at least indicating by their dot plot for 2023 that they're going to become tight for longer, which I think is going to be a big mistake on the other side. 
the, the inflation we have is only very small part supply chain. I mean, supply chain has corrected itself dramatically. And, uh, you know, we still have inflation. We have inflation in the, in, in the background. It feels like it's in the foreground to me, Richard. I don't know. The uh, So what is that? He gave it a D. Do you, do you, I mean, do you have a, an opinion on that? Yeah, I give an F minus. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Now, yeah. look it. All right. Uh, when, when you're chairman of the Federal Reserve, your portfolio has two major focuses. The rate of inflation, which they want about 2%. Yep. And what they want to do is keep unemployment reasonably low. In that order, they're bankers, okay? They're, they're not HR directors. And when a banker lends you money and you pay back that over the three or five years of the car payment, uh, you pay it back over the 30 years of your mortgage. He doesn't want to get back a dollar that uh, basically only buys 50 cents on the dollar. He, inflation can really hurt their, their financial sheet. But again, going back to my criticism of the Federal Reserve, they're very late to this dance by a long shot. A year ago, we're spending trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. How did that go unnoticed by the Federal Reserve? Now, I know in this era of redefining free speech, uh, economic terms, et cetera, et cetera, but I taught college uh, level economics at one point in my, my history, and my textbook definition of inflation was too much dollars chasing too few goods. Okay, uh -huh. so we got a supply chain, which uh, those problems have been pretty well worked out to some degree. And back a year ago, you got too few products coming in on the shelf and people were floating in dough, paid to stay home, making $500, $200 more than they ever made for a large segment of this population to stay home. What did they think they were going to do with that money? Save it, invest it. They spent it and they knew they were going to spend it. So in comes this tirade of money trillions of dollars and what did they think was going to happen to the rate of inflation uh, you know <laughs> so anyway they, they just turned a bly eye sat on their hands and did absolutely nothing that's why they got their f minus okay well I got in my opinion yeah had they gone in much earlier a year earlier than they did they could pass out very modest rate increases to combat that as it started to raise this ugly head they didn't so now what they're doing i couldn't agree with more with jeremy siegel uh, what they're doing now is being overly aggressive. You can catch Richard's show, The Financial Safari, Saturday mornings at 9 on News Radio 560 WHYN in Springfield, Massachusetts. You can stream it on the iHeartRadio app. You can learn more by visiting his website, helptoretire.com. That's helptoretire.com. You can call him to 800-662-6808 or just text pizza to 600-700. Pizza! Now let's travel back in time with a trip down memory lane from 1983. Here's Gary Nolan. Through the years, let's take a trip back in time. Back in time. The year is 1983 when we learned more about the dark side and how not to go on vacation. In October, the United States invades Grenada. Over 5,000 Marines were sent to the island after the government was overthrown in a bloody coup by a Cuban-trained military force. It has been inv invaded by a multinational force. The bulk of that force, about 1,800 American troops. In June, U.S. astronaut Sally Ride became the first American woman in space. 
when she hopped aboard the Challenger. We have ignition and we have liftoff. I was pleasantly surprised because I thought that the simulator really prepared us well for it. The video game Mario Brothers was released as a Nintendo arcade game in Japan in July. Who knew Mario and his brother Luigi, two plumbers who battled sewer creatures in New York, could become so popular? On TV, the final episode of MASH airs, a record 125 million people watched. I want you to know how much you've meant to me. Whenever I see a big pair of feet or a cheesy mustache, I'll think of you. Whenever I smell month-old socks, I'll think of you. Big blockbuster movies that year, James Bond's Octopussy, National Lampoon's Vacation with Chevy Chase, and Return of the Jedi. I wondered when you might arrive. So you are the mysterious Octopussy. And you are James Bond. Am I to be your target for tonight? Well, not necessarily. You can't weigh more than 100 pounds. Oh, no! You can't put her up on that roof. Yes, he can. If you want me to strap her to the hood, what's the difference? She'll be fine. It's not as if it's going to rain or something. Father was seduced by the dark side of the force. You must face Darth Vader again. In closing, it was a year your new house cost about $82,000, and that Ford Mustang in your driveway about $6,500. And who could forget, at Christmas time, we all went crazy looking for Cabbage Patch dolls, about 20 bucks a piece. I know what you're thinking. Wish you would have kept yours, because today could be worth up to $2,000. We've now arrived safely back in the present. We hope you enjoyed your trip. Here's to a smooth ride into retirement. Wow, my daughter with three in 1983. And yes, we had to scour the stores to get our hands on one. And we wound up getting it from somebody that got it from somebody. And I'm sure I paid way too much. Pizza! Now let's meet Jeff Truchon of Northern Alliance Financial, formerly Frisbee & Associates. Here, he and I are talking about how important working with an independent fiduciary advisor can make a real difference in creating the kind of retirement that you want. Every year, you got to be meeting with a comprehensive planner that has your best interests at heart and that is truly taking a look at your overall financial plan. People are saving money for retirement, Steve, for one reason. There's only one reason that you're putting money in your 401k. That reason is to replace income, right? And if you don't know how much money you need on a monthly basis, how do you know if the money that you saved is enough to get to you know, where you want to be in retirement, right? So we really need to take that, that comprehensive, holistic approach with our clients and say, what are your assets? What are your liabilities? What is your social security? If you have a pension, what is that going to provide for you? How much do you need on a monthly basis to maintain a lifestyle or to live a desired lifestyle in retirement? And when you put that all together, you know, it just gives clients a lot of peace of mind. Now, inflation, of course, is, is really rearing its head in a really ugly way this year. I mean, like you mentioned, we haven't seen inflation like this since the 70s. So really kind of tying that into the software that we use for our clients to kind of map out what that next 30 years of their life is going to look like. And we'll say, hey, look, you know, inflation, 7 8%, how does that impact the plan moving forward? Maybe you saved enough assets or you're living a, 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 a you know, a, a, um, a lenient enough lifestyle where it's not going to affect you too much in retirement. Uh, but maybe it is. Maybe it's going to impact you really negatively. And wouldn't it be nice to know that a couple of years, a few years in advance of retiring prior to kind of knocking on the door and say, hey, I didn't put a plan together or my stockbroker my mutual fund advisor didn't you know, make any recommendations or talk to me about inflation. Uh, you know, it's a big differentiator and a big separator for us at Northern Alliance Financial relative to a lot of these big box stores. Well, yeah. Well, and with inflation in mind, we look at asset allocation and realize we need to make sure that is in place as well. 
Yeah, this is one of the biggest things this year. I mean, you look at what's happened to, you know, the balanced portfolio, 60% stocks, 40% bonds is having its worst year in over 80 years. I mean, if you're not working with an advisor that is tactical, that is active, that is independent and has the opportunity to move things around and get into different asset classes to strategically put you in a place where you're less affected by rising interest rates. I mean, man, you got to have that conversation. You got to get a second opinion. If you're in a 401k and you're owning a target date fund that is allocating you more into bonds, the older you get, right, which have historically been the safe defensive asset in a portfolio. I mean, those assets are getting taken to the cleaners this year. And these listeners, they don't, they, I mean, this isn't news to them. They're getting their statements on a monthly or quarterly basis and they see it and they're saying, man, why aren't my bonds holding up? You know, why aren't my bonds taking some of the pressure off of my portfolio? You know, working with someone like us, being independent, we have the opportunity to say, hey, we're going to get rid of some of that bond exposure and maybe allocate you to the U.S. dollar as an asset class instead of the bond portfolio. Or maybe you're heavily allocated to growth and tech stocks, which have been, you know, the leading horse over the last decade. Maybe it's time to consider looking at some value companies or some different, you know, some different options within the 401k to get you better allocated for an environment that moving forward may not be anything like what we've experienced over the last 40 years with declining interest rates. And I'm telling you, you know, I, 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 I genuinely have concerns over the next year or two, Steve, in terms of how this is all going to unfold. And, and I think the Fed is really making another mistake. They made a mistake last year and not raising rates. And now they're making another mistake in that they're raising rates far too aggressively. And the impact on the, the, the economy and the markets, uh, you know, has the potential to be really devastating. So if your advisor doesn't have a plan for how to navigate it, give us a call. Let's have a second opinion. Get that second opinion today. If the current landscape has you wondering, get your questions answered from the team at Northern Alliance Financial. And you can hear Financial Safari on a number of radio stations throughout the state of Maine on both Saturdays and and Sundays, visit their website, northernfinancialfa.com. That's northernfinancialfa.com. Pizza! One more clip and this pizza will be done. And for that, we turn once again to Coach Pete Neruda, along with Thomas Lipscomb and Dave Perkins, as they have a discussion on just what the financial fill-up well, uh, strategy is. One of the things that we've done for, for the folks that have reached retirement you. already, one of the things they're most thankful for that we've put together for them is... The financial fill-up strategy, and that is every single month or year, depending on how they choose. You can either get a big, big check every year or widower checks every month. They mm -hmm. all add up to the same thing each year. But you get a check delivered to your mailbox or automatically deposited in your bank account, and that funds your retirement along with your Social Security. Actually, it helps you do the fun things in life. Social Security helps you pay the expenses to live, the food, not quite all the food anymore, <laughs> and the, the boarding, where you're staying. But really, to have fun in life, you need your own money. And if you have your own money in the right place, and it gives you a lifetime income you can never outlive, again, we call that the financial fill-up strategy. And uh, we otherwise known as financial cruise control or retirement autopilot. All the same thing, getting you not only to the destination you want to be, that's retirement, but all the way through retirement without worry of where the money's going to come from or if it's going to come at all. It keeps coming until the last breath of you and your spouse. So if you pass away, your spouse continues to get a check. That's invaluable because so really many pension is. plans back in the day, and that's, well, that's covered in, in the movie that we've been showing, The Baby Boomer Dilemma. That's right. A lot of the pensions, well, a lot of the companies that or municipalities that promise pensions don't have money to pay them. Wow. And, uh, and also, a lot of them disappear when the first of the two spouses dies if you don't take the right option. <laughs> mm -hmm. So the secret is get your own individual pension plan. Now you're in control of it. It's, if it's an IRA money, if it's 401k money, mm -hmm. you roll it into your own super IRA. You maybe have three or four different IRAs. Put them all in the same place. Now you get a monthly check that you can depend on. And 
with most of those IRA accounts, they're called individual retirement accounts. So you say, well, gosh, it's an individual retirement account. That means the check should stop after I pass away. But it's a special provision that lets you and your spouse continue to get that check when one of you passes away. Wow. That's the beauty of it. it. So it's really almost is. like a joint IRA. Well, instead of an IRA, it'd be a JRA, a joint Retirement account. That's it. So like a JRA. There you go. New term. Isn't yeah. that right here. You heard because it first. Because now it pays both of you. And so, of course, not at the same time. If you're both here, you get yeah. one check. But right. as soon as one of you guys, one of you dies, the same check keeps It doesn't coming. stop. Right. And so Which it doesn't important. reduce. Yeah. It doesn't stop. And I don't care if your balance is zero. You could be 138 and your balance is zero. Been zero a long time. You're still getting that same check. So your balance goes down to zero, but your check the check balance, the monthly amount, you still get that until you pass away. That That's is amazing. Yeah. so incredible. Yeah. And again, folks, we're here with best-selling author, Coach P. And this is something that we focus on uh, on the show is establishing that core of your retirement plan. And this is exactly what we're talking about here, Coach. And I love this because, okay, Dave, can you just imagine being not, not just 68, but 78 or 88 and knowing you don't just have Social Security, but you have everything you need to yeah, cover your core. I want to have fun, too. I know. But, I worked hard enough to get to it. And it is established and it's not dependent on what is Apple doing or what is Tesla doing in the market that week? These it are safe income streams. Yes, yeah, safe income it. streams. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I know one fella, and it's, uh, so he's also in the movie, The Baby Boomer Dilemma. He has 14 different safe income streams to go along with Social Security. Wow. Now, I'm not talking about right. rental real estate because that is, I know it's a lot safer than, than throwing the money out the window, but your real estate could go down in value. You could be taxed on it. You could uh, you could forget to pay your taxes. The government could take your land. <laughs> so that's not 100% safe. We're talking no. about 100% safe income streams. More than one, more than 10. Yeah. So he had 14. Wow. And so he hasn't activated all of them, but he knows that if he needs them, he's got, if you don't activate, they continue to grow, by the way. So why would you activate them all if you don't need them? Let no. them continue to grow. And now he's having even more. Good to know they're there. Income streams in the future. And, and again, inflation is here. Inflation's not going away. So we need more income streams. We need them growing. We need that growth protected. What good is it to grow your money this year? If the market goes down 50% next year and you lose 50% of it. So if you have a gain, wouldn't it be great to lock that gain in and not lose it next year? Yeah, yes. Exactly. Right? Yes. yes. Absolutely. At least some of the money. Mm-hmm. Not all your money, but gosh, when you see it protected and you see all the rest of your money falling down the cliff, you'll say, Coach Pete, why didn't you make me put it all <laughs> right. in the safe place? And I'll say, well, that's not fiduciary. That's not a fiduciary code. We can't do that. You allow but, a little for risk, right? <laughs> you have to have some, some. go. Real, as much risk as you want. Uh, but if you want guaranteed income, you can't have it at risk. One more clip and this pizza will be done. And for that, we turn once again to Coach Pete Deruta, along with Thomas Lipscomb and Dave Perkins as they have a discussion on just what the financial fill-up strategy is and how it can work for you. Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial are offering the Market Recovery Action Plan to help you get on the right road to retirement. You can hear Financial Safari on radio stations throughout the country. It originates at 106.1 FM Talk in Raleigh, North Carolina. And you can find that podcast wherever you get yours. Visit PeteOnDemand.com to learn a little bit more about Pete and the team. You can visit CapitalFinancialUSA.com to learn more about how they could potentially help you. So that's it. Episode 165 of Financial Pizza is complete and ready for that digital delivery. And if you'd like Financial Pizza delivered to you every week, just subscribe to it. It'll be in your podcast collection automatically. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, Google, Amazon, wherever you find a podcast, you can find the pizza. And as long as you're subscribed, and be sure and rate and share this podcast. We really appreciate that. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial advisors heard on radio and in podcasts around the country every week. I want to thank Gary Nolan for the sweet trip back to 1983. I also want to thank Chrissy Paradis for providing content for this show. 
Financial Pizza, written and produced by me, Steve Siddall, and originates from the ever-expanding palatial studios of broadcasting experts in Apex, North Carolina. You can reach me by email, steve at financialpizza.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Do appreciate it. Going to come back next week with another episode of Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Siddall. Pizza. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency.